0: average boy. He's average boy. He's average
1: boy.
0: Look out, he's back. With shoes untied and his ears slicked back. Taking life on one day at a time. Average Boy and Jess bringing the rhyme.
1: Hey, Average Boy podcast fans, I'm Average Boy, a.k.a. Bob Smiley, a.k.a. the wandering, winding, worried world traveler. Wow, Uh, that's nice alliteration with those W
0: words, Bob. Uh And I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. It's been a bit of a wait, but I'm happy to welcome you to episode 57 of the official Average Boy podcast. Wow, Jesse, you're pretty illiterate, too. Uh, I'm actually a pretty good reader, uh, but that's a story for another show. Now, before I ask about the worried part of your opener, I have to
1: find out... Are you really a world traveler? Oh, absolutely. Last summer, my family and i we visited California, so I've been to other countries uh California's uh, not its own country. <laughs> Oh, That's a good one, Jesse. I normally don't love starting the podcast with a Jesse joke, but that was pretty funny. Next thing you'll try to tell me is that Texas isn't a country either. (laughs) It isn't. Man, you are on a roll today, Jesse. Anyway, what I was trying to do was set up a story that I want to share with our listeners, or at least I think I want to share it. I really haven't decided yet. Jesse, have you ever heard the phrase, not all who wander are lost? Oh yeah, I've heard that. That's a great phrase. You know, God has created this amazing, wonderful
0: world for us to explore and and just wander around through as we take in all of his awesome inspiring creation you know so it's true not all who wander are lost well some of us actually are okay this sounds like a great story so now i'm wondering
1: what you're about to tell us about wandering (laughs) (laughs) wonderful worldly wordplay there jesse so anyway i thought my day was going to be wonderful when my family went to a flea market last weekend now I, i don't know if you've ever been to a flea market but it's amazing People bring all their used items or things they've made, and they try to sell them to other people. It's so crazy. You can buy a table saw and a kitten at the same booth. You can buy a hat with a giraffe sticking out of it, clothes for your dog, and a megaphone. Well, actually, other people can buy a megaphone. My my parents wouldn't let me buy one. Well, your parents are wise people. Uh, but I love flea markets. You know,
0: I once got a bag of watermelon seeds and a velvet painting of puppies in clown costumes. <laughs> you just never know what you're going to find at the flea market.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. But – You know what? After an hour, the only thing I wanted to find was my parents. Oh, wait. You got lost at the flea market? That could be really dangerous, Bob. That's exactly what my dad said when we first arrived. Or actually, he made a bad joke to emphasize the point. My dad said, don't wander off, boys. It's a flea market, not a flea market. Uh, I don't get it. Yeah, neither did we. We just stood there totally quiet, just as if he had told a Jesse joke. But then my dad explained. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He... I, wait, I got it.
0: It's one of those jokes It's funnier to read it than to say because flea market is spelled F-L-E-A, but your dad was saying
1: not to run away or flee, F-L-E-E. Yeah, like I said, it was a Jesse joke. All he needed to tell us was to stay close to him. Well, I
0: assume it was you and your mom and your brother who were there with your dad, right? I, I definitely know your dog wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, wait. How do you know my
1: dog wasn't there? Well, no
0: dog wants to go
1: to a flea market. (laughs) Fleas, you get it? I think you and my dad get your jokes from the same place. Anyway, dad told us that the flea market is full of strangers, and most strangers can be nice, but you also have to be careful. So he told my brother and I not to wander off. Mom also gave us some funny advice. <laughs> she said not to buy any toothbrushes at the flea market. <laughs> Wait,
0: that, that's not funny. That, that's just good advice. You know. Nobody wants a used toothbrush. Although, I like those soft bristle toothbrushes, and most used ones are pretty soft.
1: Okay, I'm not even going to ask how you know that. But I actually told my mom I didn't use the toothbrush I had at home, so I definitely wasn't going to buy a spare. Anyway, we all wandered into the flea market to check out all the cool things. And at first, I I didn't think losing my parents would be a problem. However, I also didn't think I'd see a giant vibrating plate that you could stand on that would shake you.
0: Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, you stand on this metal platform, and it shakes your entire body. I think it's supposed to help with bone density or something, uh, but I definitely know those shake plates make it look like the person is made out of jello and there's an earthquake
1: happening. Okay, that's exactly right. I'd never seen one before, but there was this blurry guy standing on it, and it looked like so much fun. It, actually, the guy probably wasn't blurry. He just looked out of focus because he was shaking so much. I knew I had to take a turn.
0: Well, as long as you told your dad what you were doing, you
1: should have been totally fine. So, um, so, so how was your weekend, Jesse? You know what? I don't think we hear enough stories about you. Uh, Wait,
0: wait, wait, Bob. Uh, I'm not letting you change the subject, so you didn't tell your dad where you were going, did you? Uh, even after he warned you not to wander off.
1: My dad was looking at some gardening tools, and I, I thought I could hop over, you know, get a quick shake, and then be right back to make sure he didn't buy anything that meant more yard work for me. And how did that plan work for you? Seriously? You don't want to talk about your weekend?
0: I bet you have some stories. (laughs) Well, I think we should stick to your story for now. So, you wandered off from your dad after he told you to stay close, you know, for safety reasons. Is that correct?
1: That's not exactly what happened. Well, why don't you tell us exactly what happened? Okay, that's exactly what happened. I got in line for the shaker plate, and I took my turn. Oh, Jesse, it was so awesome. However, what they don't tell you is once the vibration plate shakes you... You cannot see clearly at all for a little bit. When I stepped off the plate, my body was all tingly, and I had double vision. At first, I thought it was sort of cool, but then I realized that everyone looked like blurred blobs around me. Oh, hey, blurred blobs would be a good name for a band. Oh, yeah, you're right. Or maybe blurred bobs. You know, And
0: all the band <laughs> members could be named Robert and play their instruments while standing on shake plates. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you trying to get me off topic again? Because, you know, that's a nice try. But right now, you're in the middle of a very interesting adventure, which I think may also include a great lesson for other kids to hear. You know, I know we've done other podcasts about obeying your parents and listening to wise advice from our elders, uh, but this is another great example of why the Bible talks about obeying those in authority. I think it's Romans 2.13 that says, For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. You know, your parents can give you great advice to keep you safe, but if you don't follow that advice or their
1: rules, then it really does you no good. That's true. In, in fact, it reminds me of a question we got from one of our listeners. I, I think it's a good time to read it. Adam asked, what are some other good podcasts like yours to listen to? Adam, that's a great question, but the answer is... There is no podcast like that out there, so just keep listening your ears, and everything's going to be okay. Anyway, that's the end of today's official. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, boy- no, no, no.
0: Wait, Bob. Uh, I think you st- haven't finished your story. So, what happened once you
1: got off the vibration plate? All blurry eyed. Okay, this is what happened. My eyesight started to come back, and I saw my mom over by the tool booth where my dad had been. So I wandered over and I gave her a big hug. Wow. The story ended a lot faster than I thought it would. Well, it would have ended after the hug, but then I realized I wasn't at the tool booth, and that wasn't my mother. Oh no! <laughs> oh, so yeah, I immediately apologized to the strange lady. Uh, well, actually, I don't know that she was strange. Now that I think about it, she may have been totally fine. You know, it's funny—you can't really tell about people until you really get to know them. I remember once I was in a grocery store, and <laughs> the- wait, wait, stay on track here, Bob. Okay. So I started frantically running around looking for my parents. And there must have been a parent convention in town because there were so many parents milling around, but none of them were my parents. They weren't the ones I was looking for.
0: Oh, that's a tough situation to be in. You know, being lost is a terrible feeling, but wasn't there a
1: security guard or a police officer around to talk to? You know, there probably was, but I didn't see any of them either. I, I didn't know who to trust. I, I couldn't tell who would help me and who might hurt me. Uh, but then a realization hit me. I have a direct line to someone who will always help me. I could pray to God and ask him to guide me safely through the situation.
0: I'm proud of you, Bob. You know, ignoring your parents' rules was a bad thing, but you kept your head and you called on God for help. That's what he wants us to do when we're faced with a bad
1: situation. Well, this was definitely a bad situation. So I prayed to God to protect me and help me find my parents. I then walked around for a while longer hoping to run into him or just anybody I recognized. The biggest problem was there were so many tall people, and my parents didn't let me buy those stilts when we first got to the flea market. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I really blame my parents because the stilts would have allowed me to see above everyone. Uh, A.B.? (laughs) Okay, fine. I was at fault. Yep. I should have just obeyed my parents. You're right. Well, now, that does remind me of a question that we got from a listener that
0: actually goes with this topic. So Lizzie wrote in and said, my parents don't let me do some things that I want to do, like have social media. I usually get really frustrated, and I'm
1: trying not to. How would you deal with this? Oh, I remember reading that one. Uh, I was actually going to reply to her through social media, but my parents won't let me have it either.
0: (laughs) Well, You can reply to her now, but be honest. You know, don't make jokes because this is actually a really good question.
1: Yeah, it really is. And Lizzie, I can honestly tell you that you should follow your parents' guidance. I mean, our parents understand things that we don't, and they have rules for us that are there to actually keep us safe. You know, if if your parents don't want you to have social media, like my parents do. Hey, I wonder if your parents were at the flea market. Every other parent seemed to be there. I mean, I saw a huge... A... Stay focused, Bob, because I like where you were going with your answer. Oh, okay. Um, if your parents don't want you to have social media, they probably have a good reason behind it. You know, My parents told me that social media allows the outside world into our home, into our eyes, and into our minds. So I would say keep talking openly with your parents, but in the end, you got to follow their guidance because they just want to protect you. You know, plus... I've seen that more and more studies
0: are coming out that shows that kids who are on social media a lot can become depressed if their posts aren't liked or if they get mean comments in the comment section. You know, In the end, it's those real-life, face-to-face friends and connections that are way better and way healthier than any relationship you could have on social media.
1: I'm actually going to like that post, Jesse. That's really good advice. Uh, anything else you want to add? Well, just a Uh, You know, kids aren't
0: missing anything important by waiting to be on social media. You know, a lot of those sites have age restrictions, too. So, Lizzie, even if you have to wait now, you'll still have years to be on social media when you're older. And my guess is you'll see how wise your parents were for making you wait. Uh, But, but, Bob, before we end this podcast, we have to get back to your story. So, you're
1: lost and you're surrounded by all these tall people. Oh, yeah, okay. So, I had to find a way to get a bird's eye view, you know – Actually, maybe my family should have talked about a place to meet in case we got separated.
0: (laughs) That would have been a good idea, and it's too bad there wasn't like a booth that sold ladders.
1: Oh, actually, I found something even better. I was looking around, and I spotted a giant cowboy statue that was about 15 feet tall, and the best part was there was a bird sitting on top of it. So I knew if I could just get up to the top of the statue— I could ask the bird if he'd seen my parents. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with that, uh, but continue. Well, I waited till no one was watching, and then I grabbed the top of the cowboy's boots, and I started to lift myself up. Oh, wait, aren't you afraid of heights? Because I seem to remember a
0: story about you getting nervous on a step stool.
1: Well, I, I don't actually like heights. You know, they, they actually fall just above poisonous snakes, bullies, and asparagus on my list of things I'm afraid of. But I knew I had to do something. I was lost. Yeah, and that something
0: was talking to a bird. Well, uh, any chance the bird on top of the cowboy statue worked in construction? Because, you know, that would have been helpful.
1: Yeah. Wait a minute. How, it,
0: how would that have been helpful? Well, you really could have used a crane. <laughs> you know, because they're they're tall. Wow, I sort of kind of wish I was lost again right now. Okay, sorry. Uh, no more Jesse jokes. Just just finish your story.
1: Okay. So as soon as I started lifting myself up, I felt a strong hand grab the back of my collar and pull me down. It really scared me, and so I, I quickly yelled, "Stranger danger!" And my dad just burst out laughing, and he let go of my collar. <laughs> So your dad found you? Yeah, or I found him. That's not really important right now. But yes, it was my dad. And when I shouted stranger danger, he said, Not a stranger, but there's usually danger when you're involved. It was a much better joke than his flea one. And it was truthful. You do seem to get into a lot of
0: interesting situations. Uh, But anyway, I'm glad you found each other.
1: Yeah, Dad said he just kept looking for a kid wearing a hat with a giant giraffe sticking out of it. Anyway, the point is God came through again, and I learned a valuable lesson. Always take a think break before you body shake. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. A really good lesson uh, and a really good place to end today's official Average Boy podcast, which is a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard all of our other podcasts, you can go back and listen to them at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine where you can read a new
1: Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can also click on the link to the Focus Store to buy average boys devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, Books 1 and 2. Plus, and I'm so excited about this, I've got a new book coming out at the start of 2022 called Average Boy's Above Average Year. It's an entire year of my crazy adventures, and I can promise you that there are some big, big laughs in there.
0: And it's your first full-length fiction book, and we've got a sneak peek of the final cover
1: image on our website. Just go to AverageBoy.org to check it out. Yeah, you can also message us at AverageBoy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link. We'd love to hear your jokes, questions, or comments, or you can call us, and that's my favorite way to hear from listeners, and leave us a message at... 1-888-465-6595. Yeah, just make sure to get your parents permission before
0: you call because we might use your voice on a future podcast. All right. Thanks for listening,
1: everyone. I'm Bob and I'm Jesse telling you don't be average. Be super average. You know, I guess now that I mentioned the new book, I probably should start writing it. (laughs) (laughs) AB? I'm just kidding. It's done.